Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Family Planet 365 with Melina Jackson, only on LA Talk Radio. Hello there. Welcome to the show. I am so happy that you are here with me. It's a lovely Friday. If you're listening to this on live, it's Friday, April 20th. And I am so happy to be here. You have no idea. Today is going to be you and me. Because remember I told you that I would read from my book, You Can Have It All in Date Night 2, How to Reclaim Your Life as a Mom? Well, I'm taking it a little deeper today. I'll be reading from the book and going more into detail about some of the chapters of the book and like what they really mean to me and why I decided to put those words on the pages. So I'm excited to share that with you because I'm only getting you ready for the second book. I mean, hello. So if you haven't got the first copy, you need to not walk, but run your fingers to the keyboard and order from Amazon like right now. If you go to Amazon, all you have to do is type in, you can't have it all in date night too. And it pops up. So make sure you order it. Um, I think for Kindle subscribers, you get a free copy of the ebook. And then if you want it in paperback, it's available to you as well. So I hope you'll do that, but I will be sharing the chapters today. So that's going to be a lot of fun. But first, let me just, oh my gosh, guys, I am, I am just recovering from Baychella. I don't know if you guys even know what that is. Um, some of you say Beechella. I study English and it's B-E-Y. So when you have a B-E-Y, it's Bay. So I'm going with Baychella. And of course, that's mix- mixing Beyonce with Coachella. I don't know if you know this or not, but she killed it on Saturday. I mean, oh my gosh. Now, let me tell you something. I have never been a follower of Coachella because I just, it was just something that never really interested me. I thought it was really cool. You know, you go, people go into the desert here in California and it's like a music fest in the desert. And it's like this whole weekend, you know, some people camp out during the week, but I always thought it was cool that, you know, they would have two weekends and it would go. One for the first weekend, I put it this way, you go, go there for the first weekend, then you go to work during the week and you go back the second weekend. Okay, so now announcement, you know, Beyonce is going to be performing. She was supposed to perform last year, but she had to postpone her headliner um, gig because she found out she was expecting twins. So that was cool. No big deal. Right. Because I was like, OK, well, you know, I've been to our concerts. That's not a big deal. But what for whatever reason, this year with her coming, you know, being able to headline, it was just a big deal. Like everybody was talking about it. So me being, you know, the journalist that I am or the reporter and wanting to know what's going on, I was like, let me check this out. And then I saw that on the um, the Coachella, I guess, schedule, she wasn't going to perform until 11.05 p.m. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty late. Like, I don't want to have to wait until 11.05, but... I digress. I did. And what a treat. Oh, my gosh. Now, for those of you listening for me, okay. after I watched this amazing performance and, you know, I'm not one of those that jump on the bandwagon, like saying, oh, it was, you know, she killed it. She knocked it out of the park because everybody else is saying it. I'm just saying this because of what I felt in that moment. It was truly life changing. Like I was making a joke to my friends, like, I'm really like reevaluating my life right now because of a few things. One, it was her, her set paid tribute to historically black college and universities, which are HBCUs. And what those are like, you know, colleges for African-Americans. And they started, you know, because we didn't have a place for us to get higher learning. And I am a now a proud graduate of Tennessee State University undergrad, which is an HBCU in Nashville, Tennessee. And it wasn't until Beyonce's performance that I was, I remembered like the importance and the value in having an HBCU for the culture, right? Um, And I even posted on Instagram how all this time, you know, I talked to my kids like, you want to go to the best undergrad, you know, we look at Ivy League and you really want to get that great foundation, But I tell you, 
when Beyonce opened her performance, like with the band there, it was like a total homecoming. You have to have experienced this in your real life in order to get what I'm saying. So if I'm losing you, come back in like two minutes and we'll get into the book. But I just got to get this off my chest because after her performance, like I wanted to come in on Sunday and like record a special podcast or do something because it just really made you appreciate like how all of us have different cultures and each culture is so rich and it's just you know with things that are going on in the world today in the news everything seems to be so negative we forget how blessed we truly are to like have a variety of people of the way we live our lives of the different schools that are available to us and the experiences that we get to have in this life and not only that but just to be able to watch her performance on YouTube live, it was just the energy. Like you could almost feel a shift in the world. I mean, I I promise you, like if you, if you watch that performance and I'm resonating with you, please do me a favor and leave me a comment on Instagram page because I want to know, I know I'm not alone, but it would be nice to know, like if my listeners feel the same way that I do and when I say that I'm reevaluating my life or just I it allowed me to reevaluate my life. It's not like, oh, I want to be like Beyonce or, oh, you know, um, Beyonce is better. No, it's not that. It's just that the level of excellence that that woman portrays in her life from what we see is beyond me. And one of the things I know for sure is that is available to all of us. Okay. Now, everybody's platform isn't going to be a Coachella stage. It's not going to be at the Grammys or the Oscars or whatever. But wherever you are in your life, like you have um, access to that to that level of excellence. And what I mean by that is just everything you do. I mean, a lot of people say, you know, she just had twins and she has, you know, her other little girl. She could have just sang her hits and went home. But no, she gave two solid hours of excellence and I'm just like wow if we just took a portion or I just took a portion of that and put that into my life how much different would my life be because you know a lot of times you know full disclosure you do just enough you know just enough just to get it done just enough to say you know check the block it's done But what about going like above and beyond? Because that's what she did. Now, the argument was, you know, well, people say, you know, we everybody have the same 24 hours as Beyonce, but Beyonce has a team. I agree. Now, let's step back a minute. We when we really look at it and I'm going to do a podcast on this, but we all have a team. It's how we choose to lead and utilize the team of people that are around us. Whether it's, you know, your postman, um, your dry cleaner, your babysitter, we all have a team. It's just Beyonce is, you know, her team is more um, visible, so to speak. So I think why I'm, I'm saying that to say let's not we don't look at what we don't have. Let's look at what we do have and let's use what we have to scale or to empower or raise our level of life. Because I can't imagine um, how she could even show up in that way. Okay. And then now remember, I said, I don't really follow Coachella. So this is new to me, but I didn't realize that she'll be performing again tomorrow, which is Saturday. And my husband was like, yeah, it's the same show. I'm like, how can she top that? But I'm sure she's not coming from that mindset. But I'm just thinking, wow, like I'm just recovering. I couldn't sleep. I kept wanting to watch the clips. It's just, it was just excellence at its highest level. And, you know, kudos to Michael Jackson, Prince, all those great, great performers. But a lot of people, and I'm one of those, have gone on to say that, you know, Beyonce truly is the creme de la creme when it comes to a performer. Um, Not only did she dance, not only did she give us a show, I mean, like nothing you've ever seen before because you think, Oh, you know, she's touring all the time. I've been to two of her concerts. I'm going to another one in September. And it's like, oh, how much can you do? Like you're singing the same songs over and over. But she doesn't do that. She takes her songs and she reworks it. 
and she massages them and make you think you're getting a whole different experience. I don't know if it's magic. I don't know what she's doing, but I'm here for it. And I highly commend her and her team for um, showing up that way, because whether you want to admit it or not, and this is just for all the Beyonce fans, the, the Bayhive or the whatever, you know, it does allow you to ask yourself, like, you know, how can I be of service? How can I be excellent in what I do? And that's what we strive for every day. I mean, especially if you're a listener to Family Planet 365, because that's one of the reasons we're here. We are here to, you know, believe that we can have it all, you know, and it's not about being arrogant about it or thinking that you know everything. It's not. It's just knowing that, you know, if we get information and we use that information to get us to the next level, whatever the next level is, because a, a true life is a life of more life. Like you should always be excelling. If you find that you feel stuck or, you know, three years down the road, you're still doing the same old thing. You know, I still have some of the same habits. I'm like, okay, something's got to give. Like we need to um, evolve. Okay. Cause if you're not evolving, you're dying because that's what this life is. That's why you have different seasons because it's, they're supposed to be change. And that's just not in the seasons that's in your life. So if you're just tuning in, okay, I just had to talk, had to talk about Baychella because it was truly life changing. Um, you're listening to family planet three, six, five. I'm your host, Melina Jackson, and I am recovering from Beyonce's performance. And I heard that she, they're not going to live stream it tomorrow. And Low key, I'm happy about that because I'm okay with <laughs> what I saw last week. I don't need any more. I, I don't know if I could take any more, to be honest with you. So I'm here with you today, and I'm truly, extremely happy to be talking about my book, You Can't Have It All in Date Night 2, How to Reclaim Your Life as a Mom. At Family Planet 365, we believe that you can have it all, but you got to know what you don't know. And then when you know what you do know, you've got to put that knowledge to work. Be sure to subscribe to Family Planet 365 on iTunes if you don't listen live on L.A. Talk Radio. But we do have archive of the shows on L.A. Talk Radio. But you can have the shows automatically sent to you if you subscribe on iTunes. And you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Family Planet 365. And that's 365, like 365 days of the year. Now, today's show is a real treat because I, um, this is my first podcast that I actually dedicate to my book um, that I wrote in 2016. I was looking at the dates. I'm like, wow, that's been a while. And now it's time for something else. So I kind of want to pay homage to that book because that was my first one. And it's crazy because I started writing it. um, If it came out in 2016, I started writing that book in 2013. And I remember when I went through, cause I like to handwrite my books first and then type it and then get edited and then do some more writing and that sort of thing. But I had to go back and change things because guess what? I had evolved and I could no longer speak on some of the things that I included in the book. So that was pretty fun. Um, I'm excited because even with the rewrite, I'm going to do a rewrite and add a new intro and a new chapter, something I wanted to add to this topic for a revision of um, you can't have it all in date night too. So that's going to be fun in the process. And I'm looking forward to, it's kind of like, you know how you write in a diary and you go back and read your diary or your journal, like two years prior, like read, you know, past entries. And you're like, Oh wow, that, that seemed like a big deal then, but it's not a big deal to me now. Or wow, I thought I couldn't do that. Or I, and I actually did it. So it's always, I mean, that's why they say journaling is so cool because you get to like literally um, watch how, you know, the evolution of your life or just the events in your life and how things change and how you add some things and you take some things away. So um, that's what writing a book is for me. It's kind of my manifesto of my life and what I am, you know, going through because what you'll, you'll find today, like when I read is, you know, just talking about how I didn't plan to have back-to-back pregnancies and it really took a toll on me because I, I knew that having a family is something that I wanted to do, but just not so quickly. But anyway, it is what it is and it is beautiful. And it's just a matter of like how you look at it. 
So I want to ask you guys to mark your calendars because I need to share some dates with you. The preschool fairs are back up and running starting July because um, we have our summer tour coming up. So if you're in Southern California and you know a family in Conejo Valley, we're coming to, it's going to have the Conejo Valley Preschool Fair on Saturday, July 20, July 14th, July 14th, Conejo Valley Preschool Fair. So if you have a family or friends who are in that area with small children, preschool to elementary age children, be sure to tell them to mark their calendar for July 14th because they don't want to miss that. It's going to be a nice mix of area preschools and family-friendly businesses like um, extracurricular activities um, that are available in that community. And it's just a great way to meet other moms and dads. It's, it's truly a community-wide open house for families of preschoolers and elementary age children. So you want to mark your calendar for that. And then we have the Santa Monica Preschool Fair, which will be on Saturday, September 22nd in Santa Monica. So again, if you are in the Santa Monica area or near that area, and you want to learn more about the preschools and the family-friendly businesses, you know, what um, tutoring services available or dance class or mom and dad's workshops or groups, make sure you join us in Santa Monica on September 22nd. So I'm giving you a lot of notice so you can make plans because I know in the summer it gets tricky because some families travel and it gets kind of quiet, but we find that, you know, a lot of families are around. So make sure you can plan your travels around our preschool fairs. If you want more information, you can also visit us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter under my preschool fair, or you can go to bit.ly forward slash my preschool fair, and you'll get all your information there. Um, if you our preschool director, it'd be cool to have your school if it's in that area. Because, you know, what I like about our preschool fairs is that they are true to the community. Like, you have to be within a 15-mile radius radius of that area for to participate. Because we like to think that, like, a lot of realtors like these events for um, their families who are just moving into the community. Again, it's a great way to meet other people in the community. But we don't, we technically don't want businesses that are like 50 miles away. Like that's counterintuitive or what is it? That's a disservice to your, to the vendor and to the family. So make sure that you are local if you want to participate. Um, what else did I want to tell you? Oh yeah. So what do you think about the show so far? I mean, we're kind of, we're getting in, we're getting into the flow of things, you know, trying to just wanted to make sure we show up every week and give you some great content, um, help more listeners find us. If you haven't already, give us a, um, go to iTunes, subscribe, share, leave a, um, rating, like make sure you tell people like, what do you, how do you feel when you listen to the show? What do you like about the show? What do you wish you could hear more of? We're open, but I definitely want you, I want to hear what you have to say because when you talk about it, that helps us, other people find us and, we don't want to be buried in iTunes because everybody got a podcast, right? But I do want my loyal listeners to take the time to find us on iTunes and subscribe, share, and leave a review because it's important. Your voice matters. Um, that's why I show up because I want to provide this content. I love this platform, but I want to know what you think because, you know, you sit here in this studio, you have a mic, sometimes you have a guest, but I know there are people listening and you don't have to hide. Let me know what you think. Leave a review, a five-star review, preferably. <laughs> okay. So, um, we're going to get into my book. Let me take a drink. It's kind of cool to just talk, like just constantly talking. Um, okay. So we are going to discuss my favorite things. I am... I think what was the last thing I shared with you? Costco membership. That's been a good one. Shucks. I think that was the only one I shared with you. But this week I have three of my favorite things because I want to incorporate some of the things that are working in my life um, as a mom, having a family of children ages 13, 14 to seven to age seven. Um, so if you're in that age range, it's just good to know, right? Because it's, it's about being a resource and providing information. 
So some of the my favorite things are complex and some are just truly simple, more simple than complex. But I like this list because I actually thought about I was like, OK, if you had to pick the top three things that make your life a little bit easier right now, what would it be? OK, the first thing is Viva paper towels the choose a size. OK, you've seen them. It's Viva. Now, a lot of people like the other brands, but I've done a test. I've been testing these um, paper towels out now for about a year and they are by far my favorite brand of paper towels to choose a size and I'll tell you why now for some reason in my house I don't know how it works in your house but toilet paper and paper towels like that's basically what my trash can is filled with I don't know what the kids do with it I don't ask but I just know when you go into their bathroom all you see is a a trash bag a trash been filled with toilet paper and or paper towels so for me I'm looking for brands that last so you, you have four kids who are just constantly taking toilet paper out and putting it in, in the trash you want to make sure that the roll is plentiful I'll get into that another time but I'm talking about the paper towels Viva is by far amazing because not only do they grab them sometimes to blow their nose because it's got this like quilt soft touch but it's not so soft like where it's not a good paper towel you can literally like it's they're good to clean mirrors with I don't know if you all clean your mirrors like you spray the spray and then you use paper towels I know when growing up we used to use newspaper but I like to use paper towel because when you wipe the mirror down then you could just go like to the bathroom sink and kind of wipe around there too you can't do that with newspaper but what I like about Viva is that it doesn't leave lint on the mirror but it's soft like it would leave lint. It's weird. I don't know what the fibers are, but it's amazing because it's tough enough to clean with, but soft enough to like for the one of the kids to blow their nose with. So that's pretty cool. And they last longer. They really do. Like, you know, growing up, you think, oh, let me just get the cheapest brand because, you know, we use a lot of it. But that doesn't really make sense because the cheaper brand doesn't last as long. Like I've tested getting like the store brand, even Target has like their own brand just to see like, okay, it saves money, but you end up spending more money because Viva, I tell you, I put a roll on the, the, um, what is it? The uh, paper towel holder. And that will last. I mean, I'm telling you, like, we're not monitoring like, oh, only get so many, you know, pieces of, uh, paper towels or whatever. I don't even monitor that roll of paper towel will last about a week and a half versus a store brand store brand goes about huh, three days and I always get choose a size like unless I'm in a pinch and like wherever I am doesn't have choose a size then I get like the full um, paper towel um, roll or full paper the one with the full um, sheet and it's terrible because if you have a little job and you got to use a whole sheet I just it just subconsciously it doesn't resonate with me I don't like that so I do like choose a size but maybe that's the saving grace like why the um, paper towel the Viva choose a size lasts about a week and a half versus a non-brand or just another brand lasting about three days and I think again it's the fiber that they use so anyway that's my favorite thing Viva paper towels get into it get the choose a size Try it for yourself. It's going to change your life because not a, like I said, it's tough enough to clean with. Like if you just want to, you know, spray some 409 on the bathroom counter and wipe it down. Or if your child just needs to grab a small piece to um, blow their nose, it's perfect. And, and the reason why I know it's perfect is because my kids do it quite often and their noses never get like chafe. You know how when you use like something that's too rough on your nose, it can get underneath. It gets like dry and, and chappy. Viva doesn't do that. It actually like holds moisture. I don't know, but it's amazing and it's totally worth the price. So next time you're in the store, just grab um, a pack of Viva and it will change your life. Okay, you're welcome. And my second favorite thing is Amazon. Yeah. Now, um, what I'm learning about society is like it's literally being set up where you don't have to leave your house. Truly. Um, good example. This is how I knew Amazon change is, is truly a jewel in my life. Now, I have a 14 year old 
and a soon to be 13 year old. So that means I have a seventh grader and an eighth grader and their school had, um, they have a science fair. So their science fair projects were very in depth. And my daughter, for instance, she was doing the ocean layers, um, basically talking about the different layers of the ocean, which I didn't know that existed, but I learned um, from the science project. There are different layers of the ocean and she had to go into what animals or what like sea life lived in the different layers according to like climate and depth and all that good stuff. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, how do we get a sea worm? Um, how do we, how are we going to get a, a, a real looking jellyfish that can go into the, we had to, we used like this gel and made it blue. It was pretty cool. We got the idea off of YouTube. Um, she was like, well, let's just go to, um, target. We went to a few places and I, I think after the third place, we didn't find anything. And I was like, stop, wait a minute. I'm a prime member on Amazon. What am I doing? This, this can't be. You got to like remember who you are and remember what, what's available to you. I said, we're not going to go another place. We're just going to go home and get on Amazon. Oh my gosh. I typed in sea creatures, popped up this cool bag of like amazing sea creatures. Like all we needed was one bag of like 50 different um, sea creatures that can go to in the different levels. Amazon Prime got it in two days. Like you can't. I mean, the, the amount of time I spent riding around asking, going to join fabrics, do you have sea creatures? No, sorry. What do you mean? No. You know, and I'm just like, wow, every mom needs to have Amazon, Amazon in their life. Now, part of me thinks that you do because it, why wouldn't you? But if you're not a prime member, you should become one because if you're like me, a lot of times when it comes to Amazon purchases, they're kind of last minute and who wants to wait and not only that, who wants to pay, you know, eight ninety nine for shipping when you could just be a prime member and shipping is included and you get it sometimes the next day and Amazon delivers on the weekend. Like there's one time we drove up, drove home on a Sunday and our package was delivered that day. So Amazon is amazing. And my son keeps saying, well, we need to get our grocery. We can get our grocery from Amazon. I'm not there yet because Part of me low key likes going into the grocery store and like, you know, having my list with me and figuring out what we're going to um, get and looking at the different fruits and vegetables. I like that. Now, I do want to try, you know, it's just kind of like having it in case of an emergency if for whatever reason I'm not able to get to the store. So just knowing that, OK, I've tried the service out before. I know that, you know, this works. Let's just order online because that's good. Actually, when you're out of town and you've been gone for a long time. And you need to get grocery because what we'll do is we'll come into town and go straight to the grocery store. Who wants to do that? So maybe I should test it out. I haven't test out, tested out Amazon's um, grocery, but I, I'm open to it, you know, just to see what it's like. I probably wouldn't do it, you know, on a regular basis because, like I said, I enjoy still going to the grocery store for the most part. But Amazon and Amazon Prime is the is the business. I mean, you really don't have to go anywhere. Even like my kids wanted a snorkel because um, we were going to be going to the beach and they were like, I need a new snorkel. I'm like, OK, Amazon, you know, it's like, why even go and in, in go to the mall or go to these the, the pool store? You don't have to. Amazon has the coolest pool floats. I mean, it's just like a plethora of products. And I just I'm always amazed that like you could type anything in and, and it'll pop up. It's just amazing. So if you don't have Amazon, you should get Amazon. And if you're like, well, I'm not paying for Prime, that's fine. But Prime will make it like Amazon is easy, but having being a Prime member like makes it super easy, like so easy that it's just like you don't even when it's time to order something, you don't even question it because you know that it's going to get to you in a timely manner. And it's like it's just a no brainer. It's it's not there's no stress involved. It's crazy. It's just to me, it's like it's crazy how available things are like my son was even like hey what's your um amazon login because they have it now where you can share your prime i don't know if you know that but um for a long time like my son was like well i need to order off amazon but you have prime because prime is under my under my name and so i was like let me find out how you know he can get the prime without going on to my account and they have it where you can add like people to your prime so maybe that's something to think about you know like if you want to be a prime member but you're like you know i can split the cost you can call your sister or 
your mom or your parents or whatever and be like, hey, let's all get prime and y'all can all go in on it. That way, anytime anybody wants anything, hey, they got prime. So how easy is that? So I love Amazon and um, it will change your life because you won't have to be out searching for anything. Everything you want is at your fingertips. And that's crazy. Okay. So my last thing, um, my favorite thing for this week is now this is going to kind of be this is gonna be like, what? What are you talking about? Okay. It's the Boston Electric Pencil Sharpener Model 18. I did check. It's on Amazon and I will definitely include the link in the show notes. But if you are a parent with school age children in your home, you want to get the Boston Electric Pencil Sharpener Model 18. I don't know about you, but homework time can get hectic when you got to sharpen a pencil. I don't know why, but that's just the way it is in my house. Maybe it's just my house, but I'm just sharing with you what has been a game changer for me. So this pencil sharpener is like heavy duty. It's not, you know, how you can just get the hand pencil sharpener. Nobody wants to deal with that. I mean, there are even certain pencils you should be using, and I'll share that another time. But there's a certain brand of pencils that like we just we only use those because everything else is foolishness. Okay. Like I have a joke, you know, um, when my kids get like little goodie bags and they, they'll go to this party and it's a cool, you know, gift bag and they have like these cutesy pens. I'm like, toss them. The cute pencils, they're, they're jokes. They're just pretty to look at. That's it. But anyway, the pencil sharpener is amazing because it's like being in school. Like you just go sharpen. It's like, and you pull it out and it's a nice, perfect sharpened pencil. And that's so important, especially when children are learning how to write and, you know, they need to have a pencil for homework. You want to have that in your home because it's going to save you a headache and it's really reasonable. So I'll be sure to include that um, in the show notes, but definitely get a good pencil sharpener, even for yourself. Like um, a lot of times they my kids use um, color pencils. So they're good for sharpening your color pencils if you want to color or you need to do a project. Just have one of those in your supply room or at the homework station or wherever your children um, do their homework. And it's amazing to be talking about this in the summer. But this is good because when you go back to school shopping on Amazon, right, (laughs) because we do ours back to school shopping on Amazon, too. um, You could order that pencil pencil sharpener because it will change your life. I mean, this is all about like little things that make a big difference, because for a long time, we were just using like the hand sharpener, you know, how you just put the pencil in and you twist, 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 and you can never just really get it that sharpened. Now, I actually have been to a mom's home like she was straight old school. She had like three desks. Remember the desk we used to sit in when we were in like in the 80s? You have like the real desk. She had three of those and she had the mounted pencil sharpener that you have to mount it on a, like the wall and you put the pencil in. You could choose the size and you actually like churn for the pencil now that's amazing but i haven't been able been able to find that and what tends to happen with those is you got to keep remounting them because if your kids are like anything like my kids like it'll come out of the bracket and it'll be all wiggly and then we just end up putting it on the table so anyway i like the electric the boston electric pencil sharpener model 18 that one is amazing all right so those are my three favorite things i'm going to be sure to um include the links to those in my show notes because you might be interested in changing your life you know that's what it's all about right making our lives work for the better i'm melina jackson your host here at family planet 365 and as promised we're going to get into the book because we have talked about so much and i've been saving the very very best for last now Okay, so the book, You Can't Have It All in Date Night 2, How to Reclaim Your Life as a Mom, is my way of healing because, again, I had children in the span of six years, I think. Yeah, six years, four children, all while in graduate school. That was not the plan, okay? Um, Someone asked on Facebook the other day, like, what do you wish you could change um, going back 10 years ago or something some to that to that fact. And I would never say, you know what? I wouldn't have my children so closely. It has been a blessing. So nothing is by accident. So I get that. But in hindsight, I would say I wish I would have known that I was going to be, you know, 
a mom so quickly and um, like consistently, for lack of a better word. So the introduction of my book, I'm going to read that to you and it will talk about um i'm just going to read a little bit okay it says woohoo we're here i am thrilled that you have taken this journey with me as i always say it is not by accident that you came across this material if you are reading this that means that we are kindred spirits on the journey to creating a life that is happy fulfilling and created on our terms once i became a mom i got lost in it all I longed to be a mom. I wanted everything that it has to offer. But what I didn't know was that motherhood will suck the very life out of you, if you let it. As a new mom, it is easy to fall into the trap of thinking that everything and everyone matters more than your own feelings, wants, or needs. I was to be selfless. I was to ignore my desires and think of myself last. I was to please my husband and my children first. It wasn't until about six years into the game that I realized this was not going to work. I lost my sense of identity and I had forgotten like how I even like to dress. I mean, I had worn maternity clothes for most of my adult life. I had four children within a six year time span and it was back to back pregnancies. And I didn't have time to think about style or even the kind of music that I would like to listen to. My life had become a whirlwind full of reckless emotions and sorrow because yes, I started feeling sorry for myself because you know what was happening guys here. I was, you know, having these children and I um, had my second child a day before my graduation from graduate school. So I graduated from Columbia in May to May 18th, 2005. And I had my, I went into labor on May 19th, 2005 And it was kind of sad for me because I, you know, had my first daughter all throughout graduate school and then I was pregnant again. And then I had my son right after I graduated, which is great. I'm grateful that I was able to have the support from my husband, you know, and family members to be able to go to school and pursue my graduate degree. But I really wanted to be in the newsroom. And I knew deep down that those dreams are really going to have to be put on hold. I mean, I I'm not to say that just because you have children like you can't do anything, but don't let the world fool you. It is hard. okay? when you have little ones in tow and you're trying to pursue your career, because even as a little child, I never wanted to just be a mom. I always knew I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to be in the news field or theater or something where I could be talking like I am now and putting on a show. okay? and yeah, you can have help. But even when you have help, you're away doing your thing. There's this mom guilt that kind of sets in. We can deny it all day long, but it's there. You feel like, wow, I'm being so selfish right now. You know, like I really should be with my child, but I'm here pursuing this thing. So when I graduated from Columbia and then, you know, the next day I had my son, I kind of knew that I couldn't be as aggressive as my fellow alumni who were going into, you know, New York Times being reporters on CNN, working at, you know, the the uh, Washington Post, I had to kind of sit out for a minute. And I just remember thinking like, wow, this is not the plan that I had. But now looking back, I'm grateful because everything works out the way it should work out. And and that's one of the things like, you know, going back to Beyonce, like we don't compare our lives to other people. We can look at other people who are doing amazing things and get inspired to do amazing things in our lives. But we're to never say, well, that could have been me or that should have been me, because that's what I was feeling like. You know, if I wasn't, you know, um, having all these children back to back, I could be at the top of the newsroom right now. But everybody has their thing, right? Because even the people at the top of the newsroom are like, well, now I want to have kids and, you know, I need to find a a partner and, you know, so we see that. So there really is no there, there, so to speak. You really just got to embrace where you are and take that, be grateful and use that to, you know, catapult you to the next thing, whatever that is. So I, I did have a little sorrow and, you know, it could have been a little bit of postpartum there too. But for the most part, you know, I just had these little babies and I was trying to be aggressive at the same time. 
um, is aggressive the right word? Wait, I was really wanting to be progressive. I think progressive is what I'm trying to say. I wanted to see myself, you know, rise in the news industry, but I wasn't willing to sacrifice motherhood for that. You get that? So I felt like it was like a tug of war for me and I really didn't know what to do. So what I did was I basically stayed home and took out, took care of my children. And that's really when I was introduced to entrepreneurship. So the first chapter, so that was the introduction, just a little bit of the introduction. Um, The first chapter is truly get to know who you are. That was important for me because again, um, this, when I wrote this in 2013, Instagram, I don't even think existed. So, uh, I believe Facebook was just coming into play. I wasn't really on Facebook, but I know we had Twitter, but now we have Instagram and you really gotta, (laughs) I think with all this social media, you really gotta know who you are because it is so easy to get tangled in the web of what so-and-so is doing. Oh, so-and-so's spouse sent more flowers this week. I never get flowers. I mean, it's the silliest stuff. I mean, I'm not laughing at like, you know, real talk like that. Sometimes if you're having a bad day, you can get on Instagram and feel that way. But that's why this chapter is important. And I, I highly encourage you, especially if you're a mom, to get the book. You can't have it all in date night too. how to reclaim your life as a mom, because this isn't about like, you know, fighting your way to the top and, you know, pushing to have the best family. This is about you, because if you can't change yourself, you can't change anything. And I love when I realize this for myself, like you can't control other people. You can't make anybody do what they don't want to do. Only person you can control is yourself. And that is just like God. Like, that is amazing to me. I'm like, wow, that's a revelation because, and it takes the, the, the load off, you know, even your children, you can't make them do stuff. I mean, you could talk to them. And my biggest thing is you want to lead by example, but for the most part, it's up to you. Like you, if you want your children, oh gosh, I always come back to this. I remember we talked about this, like in our earlier episode, but like, if you want kind kids, be kind, you know, but anyway, you got to truly know who you are. So I'm going to read a part of the first chapter. Okay. So before you can do anything in this life, it is important that you know yourself. I mean, truly know yourself, not the knowing that your parents thrust on you or how others may describe you, but to know yourself by your own authentic definition. You may be puzzled as to why I would make a request that you define yourself and not give any thought to what or who your parents say that you are, your friends, or your spouse or partner for that matter. This life, the life that you truly desire, is totally up to you, which means that only you can define who you know yourself to be. No one can or will do that for you. If up until this point you have gone about your life based on how others may define you, I release you from those false accusations right now. The same is true for things that are said about you that are not so friendly. Boy, that can drive you insane if you allow it. However, you define good or bad ideas about who you are as a person. Neither will serve you. Just let it go. Make nothing of the compliments. Make nothing of the complaints. Know yourself. And the only true way to step into this concept is to accept and understand that you are the author of your life. And so I love that. I remember when I first I learned that, you know, you go around like, okay, I want to make sure, you know, I keep up this image, um, what people think about me. You know, it really gets to the point where what people think about you is none of your business, because remember, we can only control what we do and who we are. We can't control other people. So. I like that because, you know, once you become a mom, you go into these moms groups and I get into that in the book as well. And a lot of them, you know, can be a little shady as far as, you know, the moms are, you know, they're competitive and they want to know what you do. Where do you live? What does your husband do? You know, and even on the East Coast, it's like, what school did you go to on the West Coast is where do you live? What side of the mountain? So 
it's easy to, you know, be thinking like, what do they think about me? I hope they like me or, you know, I hope I fit in. Yeah, you want to move about this world as a kind human being. Don't get me wrong. You can't just be nasty to folks and think, oh, well, I don't care what they think about me. I'm saying that to say you do your best and you forget the rest. Okay, so that's what truly knowing yourself get to truly know yourself is all about, because you are only here to work on you and you can't control what other people think. And that can lead to depression like you know, depression is anger turned inward. And when you get to the point where you can't control other people, you can get angry and then you get depressed. So what's the point in all that, right? Your children are counting on you to be your best self because they feed off that energy. And it's up to you to make sure that you serve as that resource for your children. A lot of parents think, oh, I'm just here to, you know, protect my kids and give them the best life. But honestly, your first step is to protect yourself and to make sure you know who you are. And I'll give you another example, like just really knowing who you are and not caring about what people think, like it's not your business, what they think about you. Like take, for instance, you know, traveling in an airport with your kids and you're on an airplane and your child keeps crying and people are just looking and, you know, giving you these nasty looks. Now, you want to do your best to make sure the child can, you know, kind of chill out a little bit because it can be a nuisance you know to the surrounding passengers but I I made this joke like I don't even look at them I focus on the child so if my child we're out somewhere and my child is crying I don't even look at the people who are giving me the nasty looks I focus on myself and my child and I do what's best for us I don't apologize to them because I'm not sorry and I don't worry about you know what they may be thinking like oh she's not a good mom or she doesn't know how to control her child that's none of your business because I'm going to tell you it's the people who don't have children that have the most ideas and opinions about what you're doing with your child okay and I think that comes from truly knowing who you are it takes the edge off and your children feed on that energy so if you have an upset child and you're all stressed out because everybody's looking at you and they want you to get the child quiet what do you think the child is going to do they're going to cry more because your energy is off so if you can calm yourself because you know that you're going to just focus on yourself and your child, then your child will in turn calm down because your energy is balanced. You know, they kids vibe off that. So I think that's why it's important. Like what people think about you is none of your business. Um, chapter two says move through life with ease. Hold on to nothing. I'm going to read. I'm going to read you a quick part about the duck. I love this part. It says, now that you have taken the time to get to know who you are, envision that you are a duck. Yes, a duck. The things that people may say or do is like water. You know that what water does when it comes in contact with a duck, it rolls off their back. It is the most wonderful scenario. When a duck is swimming or it is out in the rain, the bird secretes an oil from glands near its tail. With its bill, the duck rubs the oil over its body. The oil keeps the water from soaking through the duck's feathers, making the bird waterproof. Wet feathers can't fly, and we must always be able to fly. So from now on, you are a duck. You will remain waterproof by staying in touch with who you say you are. Therefore, what people say and do to you doesn't matter. People are people, and how they feel about you has nothing to do with you. Oh my gosh, how amazing is that, right? I love that. Now you, that's pretty self-explanatory. Like I don't even need to get into detail about that, but if you have the time, like just go and read about the duck. When I learned about that, I was like, I'm a duck. I'm a duck that you want the water. You just stay as cool as a cucumber. Like that is your power. That is your power. Okay. You are a duck. You got to always be able to fly. You are, are to be light and be light. I even put that in my book. Like, Be light and be light, like be the light of the world and be light in your mind. And the only way you could be light in your mind is to be a duck. (laughs) That's so funny, but it's so true. And I love that story. And I've actually watched a duck when it started raining. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you just let the water roll off your back so that you can keep your feathers light and you can fly and pursue the things that you want to pursue in your life. Because you're only in control of your life, right? So let's see. Okay, I have, um, let's see, what other chapter? So move move through your life. Move through life with ease. Hold on to nothing. 
And I started that with carry no burdens. And part of that is tending to your own mindset and understanding that you are here for you. And another chapter, oh my, the last chapter I was going to read was protect your vibe. That's chapter three. And it just basically talks about how, excuse me, how you are to protect your vibe because we're all energy. We're all beings are, we, we are human beings, but we are energy. And you know how you can like, somebody can come in contact with you and you're like, oh, their vibe is off. Like, I just feel something weird about that. That's because we're energy. And basically protect your vibe is about like not um, participating in crazy conversations. Like I don't get into gossip. You know, I learned I learned a long time ago from the newsroom, actually. Um, like I don't gossip. I I mean, I like, you know, like celebrity gossip, <laughs> but I don't you don't really find me like I don't talk about Trump. Who cares? I don't do those things because they don't add value to me. And anytime like you if you just think about it for once. The next time you're with your group of friends and y'all are talking about something that you know you really shouldn't be discussing or or it's kind of sneaky, just focus on how you feel. That's how you're going to know that you have no business speaking of those things because you're not protecting your vibe. And I, I don't like having conversations with people about, um, oh, that's so expensive. Oh, we can never do that. Like people always come up to me. Oh, you have four kids. Oh, my God. How do you do it? That's so expensive. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Have a good day. Because I'm not going to have that conversation because it's not going to help me in any way. So what's the point? Right. So protect your vibe. Okay. so for the sake of time, this this conversation must come to an end. However, I would encourage you to go out and get the book. It's a quick read. It's only six chapters. It's available in ebook and paperback. And my new book is coming out this summer. Now, I'm going to add a chapter to You Can Have It All in Date Night 2, How to Reclaim Your Life as a Mom. But the second book will be coming out this summer. So thank you so much for tuning in this week. That's our time, guys. I knew it would fly by because I had to talk about Baychella. I had to tell you about my favorite things. Then we got into the book. And don't forget to mark those dates for the preschool fair. So leave me a review on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe to Family Planet 365. I can't wait to talk to you again. Have a great weekend and be safe. Remember, you can have it all. Until next time, bye for now. You're listening to Family Planet 365 with Melina Jackson, only on LA Talk Radio.